0: Welcome to Inspirations, a podcast where we discuss everything relevant to the Christian life. Now here is your host, Jay Spurlock. People come to me, or I hear so many stories of people of the faith, people not in the faith, people of all people, I guess. Even myself, I come to periods in my life that I feel lost. Maybe you can relate with me, but it's really a time period that is scary and that is lonely but we feel like this lost sheep just doing life on our own maybe you know we're out of relationship maybe we're just in a time of loneliness a time of maybe we lost a a loved one or or someone that means a lot maybe there was a person in our life that filled a lot of the void Or the time in our life and now they have, uh, you know, maybe entered a relationship or, or moved on, however that may be. So, let me encourage you if you're fitting into one of those categories that maybe, just maybe, instead of being lost, maybe you're lost to be found. Meaning that you have been focusing on the wrong things and God has brought you to this period of time of, of maybe loneliness, of feeling all alone so that you can be found by Him. Um, often God allows us to become lost so we can be found. And uh, Luke 19.10 says, The Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. So let me read you a couple of the lost parables. We have the lost sheep found in Luke 15. Verses 4-7 through 7. It says the shepherd with a hundred sheep left and risked the other ninety-nine who were found or righteous to seek and save the one that was lost. See, if many of us go into our faith, into our daily lives, calculating, because that's just the way we have been told, life works, that one plus one is two, which it is. But then you have Jesus language, you have the Bible language, where the first are last and the last are first. Or... The guy, the the shepherd, goes, leaves the 99 to go find that one lost sheep. That doesn't make sense. In our day and age, you would be called crazy. Just, Just forget about that one lost one. It's not that big a deal. We have 99 more. But see, we have a God that loves us. A God that wants to include instead of exclude. A God that has a plan for all of us. And a God that is understanding that there are going to be times where his children walk away from him or get lost. And it's not of their doing. But maybe it's all part of his plan to find true life, (laughs) to feel loved to to truly say you mean you left everything to come find me it just doesn't make sense and he goes I know and if it does make sense a lot of times that is really not faith faith cannot be calculated it's the Wisdom of the in-between, between between the Good Friday and the uh, Easter Sunday. The time in between death and resurrection. The day, the Saturday, between Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday. See, life is a lot of the in-between and living a a faithful life a life of faith is not getting caught in the day-to-day despair but instead keeping our eyes on him and keeping our eyes on his victory and trusting that (laughs) we don't know how this is gonna go from day to day but i know this it ends well for me and for those that trust in the Lord because he is victorious Victorious. he has conquered death so therefore I'm with him then we have the lost coin a woman has 10 coins in Luke 15 verses 8 through 10 she loses one instead of saying oh well I have nine more she becomes determined to seek and save the one that was lost Let me me emphasize this. Our God, our our Lord, is one that seeks us. He doesn't just stand over there and say, "Mm -mm -mm." One of these days they'll figure this out and understand that I'm the answer. Instead, he's one that (laughs) seeks us. it represents, you had the shepherd that lost, and he went out to seek, to save that lost one. Here, the woman represents the Lord as well. She loses a coin. She has nine more, but she is determined to seek that lost coin and therefore save it. Jesus is assessed with the lost. So maybe, if you're lost, maybe that's because Jesus is trying to find you. Maybe he is saying, come to me. Well, well I know God. I, I, You know, when I get all this, my life in order, when I, you know, I get out of this toxic relationship or get this job, and or get out of college, I'll get my act together, and that's when I'll start seeking you, Lord, and he goes, no, <laughs> that's fine, but do you understand I'm seeking you right now, and all of your dirt, and your, um, all your, your guilt, your shame, all your mistakes, your lust, all your just, you name it, all your control, all your resent, your rejection, your pain, see, I, I came to find you and to seek you and to save you from that stuff, so now that you can have life to its fullest, now, who's to say tomorrow is guaranteed we all know that you, what you do not address you eventually will trip up on so I encourage you if you know there's something under the rug in your heart that is tugging at you to change do it it's going to be difficult at first and you don't have to do it alone Just as the coin gets its value from the government whose seal is stamped on it, so your value comes from the God whose image is emblazoned on your life. And that's a quote from Rich Wilkerson Jr. Just as a coin gets its value from the government whose seal is stamped on it, so your value comes from the God whose image is emblazoned on your life. You know if you do not know your worth I can guarantee you that this world will tell you what you're worth and it's not going to be what God determines your worth as you might have one person and still they're going to fall short of it because they're just human but (laughs) you have no idea what you're worth And you keep trying to go from person to person, to relationship to relationship, to job to job, to friends to friend, to allow and see who says you're worthy. And a lot of times those people don't even know their own worth so we have to get our worth from the one that created us because in the end we all know if it's something we create you know if you have a child or if you create an artwork or create music or write a book or whatever that is there's no one that holds it more dearly than you and no one that believes it's worth more than you and then you have the famous prodigal son story parable of the lost sons Luke 15 11 through 31 a man had two sons the prodigal asked for his inheritance in advance he left home to live it up quickly became broke and then verse 17 he says he came to, to his senses Returns home to ask father for a job. Expects to be met with rebuke. And instead, he is met with, verse 20 says, His father saw him and was filled with compassion. And this is symbolically the Lord. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. And that's the thing with so many of us believe we have to go and seek God. He's seeking us. All he asks is for us to turn his direction. That's it. He'll do the rest. So, even though someone or something may be lost in the eyes of Jesus, the value remains the same. may increase, but it never decreases. So instead of getting your value from the word, from the world, sorry, we try to get our value. Instead of getting our value from the word, we try to get our value from the world. That's another quote from Rich Wilkerson, Jr. So I want to encourage you, I want to ask you, consider this we this is a rhetorical question this is one of a reflection are you lost and if you are what does that mean and do you believe that you may be lost to be found by a savior that loves you that wants to give you life and understands that you're a broken child. But nevertheless, you're a child of His. You're a child of God. And therefore, no one loves you more than Him. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Inspirations. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information, please visit inspirations.org.